We're missing a team that everybody thought was going to be there in the Boston Bruins and the historic season they were having. But, oh, wait, the curse continues. Johnny Lazarus, Bleacher Report, jumps on with us. And, you know, we we haven't – it's been a while since we've actually talked. I don't know if we've, we've actually had you on since Boston was eliminated. Now, maybe we have. Doesn't matter. Point is, these are the four teams that are obviously now here in the East and West Final. Do What's the biggest surprise out of these four teams that we have? How are you going to play the series? Because you have the Hurricanes, who have only given up, I believe, like 28 goals in the playoffs. And then you have Florida, who's not supposed to be here. They're carried by their offense. They've scored over 40 goals already here in the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs. How would you play the series? How would you play game one? Especially when you look at how good uh, Carolina's been at home. I believe 5-1 and one on their home ice here in the postseason. Yeah, Carolina's been incredible, and they've been one of the best defensive teams all regular season and postseason long. And I'm... I'm going to my well here. You know, I don't know if you guys know the phrase, go to the well, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the old reliable, I guess, for lack of a better term. And I'm a huge first period under guy. That's that's my approach to a lot of playoff hockey games. Um, it's done me well so far in this postseason. It actually hit in all six of the first round games between the Islanders and the Hurricanes. The first period under hit in every single one of those games. It was a little bit less in the Devil series, but, um, you know, Carolina and Florida to me have been, you know, Florida – has the hottest goaltender in the playoffs right now, and Sergei Bobrovsky, who's leading all goalies in goals, stayed above expected with a 9.3. And you look at Carolina, and they're just so sound defensively as an entire team. So, uh, you know, both these teams, two very strong defensive teams, two teams that don't necessarily have uh, a ton of possession. They like to chip and chase the puck and, you know, get on their forecheck. That's their style of play. It's not really uh, gain the blue line with possession and, you know, make a couple passes and score a beautiful goal. It's, it's really earn your goals. So, um, I'm eyeing the, the first period unders in most games in this series. I'm really excited about the Vegas Golden Knights. I feel like people, Johnny, have been sleeping on them pretty much the entire postseason. Uh, they're minus 130 on the money line at the crib to the Dallas Stars. How do you like this series playing out? So that's a good point, too, because Vegas is a team that didn't make the playoffs last year, but they've been to four conference finals now in the last six years since they were first entered into the NHL. And they have a ton of skill top to bottom as well, guys like Jack Eichel, Jonathan Marchessault, Alex Petrangelo. Um, But their goaltending situation is what scares me, and they're going up against Jay Gottinger, who, if you ask me, is the best goalie left in the playoffs. I know Bobrovsky's been really good this this postseason, and, uh, you know, he's had some strong games. But Ottinger, to me, has been the guy. Even before the season started, I picked Ottinger to win the Vesma Trophy. So he's a guy I've been riding all year, and, um, you know, I really do trust this Dallas Stars team. And they got some goal scoring as well, and Rupe Hintz, Joe Pavelski, uh, Tyler Sagan, Jamie Benn, Miro Haskin on the back end, Jason Robertson, who I didn't even mention yet. This Dallas team is really, really strong top to bottom, and they have the best special teams remaining out of the four. So I think Dallas comes out of this one. I actually picked Dallas to win the series. Um, I actually bet that myself. So uh, I got to say Dallas Stars, and I I think the Stars are actually the team that's going to come out with the Stanley Cup. You know, it's interesting because you're looking at the NBA, and we've got the biggest long shot to win the title is the Miami Heat as an eight seed, 12-1. to 
the odds are a lot closer for these four teams with the Panthers, who, as we said, biggest surprise, right? Still plus 375 to win the Stanley Cup. Now, obviously, you said that's not who you're picking to win. But, you know, is there even like a thought in your mind or a possibility of, hey, they've made it this far. It's just momentum that takes them the rest of the way, kind of playing with house money at all? So I think for the Florida Panthers, if I were to bet them, I would wait until after the first two games of the series against Carolina because Carolina has been so good on home ice that you'll get the Panthers at a better price most likely after those two games because Carolina, let's face it, they're probably going to come out and win game one. If they don't, that'd be a huge surprise. Uh, And obviously, you know, after game one, those Panthers' odds will go up a little bit, so it might be a little bit juicier to take the Panthers. But Florida's been a team that's been able to bounce back at everything that's been thrown at them this year. So I think if you're taking the Panthers to win the Cup, I would wait it out, you know, maybe four or five more days because you should get them at a better price after games one and games two in Carolina. What would you do with the Consumite Trophy? Because you're getting pretty good odds there. I mean, the lowest odds, you're getting plus 550. Um, you could look at, like, Mark Stone, even 10 to 1. You got any plays there or any, uh, any value there if you – don't maybe like the outright winner and you want to look at the individual markets? Uh, I mean, it's really tough to tell. Like, I think yeah. last year I said take Kale McCarr to win the Consmite because if Colorado did get it done, it was going to be him at this point of the year, and there was a better price on McCarr to win the Consmite than there was in the Avs because they were the favorite the entire way. Um, right now, I think, you know, I, I do like Dallas, and I've said that, but I don't think Ottinger's been as strong throughout the entire playoffs to have the Consmite, at least right now. My Smythe winner, as we're talking, would be Rupe Hintz. I mean, he's been absolutely incredible. He's got nine goals, 10 assists, and 13 games in the playoffs. I mean, this guy is a complete stud. He had that huge goal in Game 7 to get the game going, the first goal of the game in the second period. I'm not sure what his price is at, but i got to imagine it's a pretty good number um, for how he's been playing. I don't. I wouldn't say it's, like, crazy, but if I'm taking anyone think, right yeah. now. Yeah. What is it? Uh, plus 900. Oh, yeah, so that's a great number to take Rupe Hintz at. I mean, he's been carrying the Dallas Stars the entire postseason, and, um, you know, I, I expect him to continue that. And I think if the Stars do get it done, it's Rupe Hintz that gets the consmite. I'm curious, Johnny, there's a lot of additional exotic sort of things that you can do in the postseason. You can obviously do number of shutouts, uh, games to go to overtime, uh, series top goal scorer. Is there anything in, in either of these two series that you like in terms of under that umbrella? I would take, wow, that's a tough question. Maybe like a sleeper. I don't know if you can do it for the series overall, but Brent Burns to lead the series in shots. Um, Brent Burns has been getting an incredible amount of shots on goal throughout the entire playoffs. He's been basically leading uh, the entire Carolina Hurricanes team from the back end, and Carolina actually creates a lot of offense from their back end. That's like somewhat of their bread and butter. Um, Brent Burns has 41 shots right now through the playoffs in 11 games, which is pretty crazy. So, um, you know, if I'm looking at anything as far as individual players and shots on goal, I know shots on goal is a, a very popular prop. I'd be looking at Brent Burns because, you know, he is a guy right now who's leading that power play and he, he generates so much offense just in the blue line. Um, and obviously the shots speak for, speak for themselves. So I would say take Brent Burns over on shots almost every single game. And if you can take it for the series, for him to lead the series, then that's a sure thing as well. I really like that uh, first period under look as well. And when we look at the Carolina Florida series, you could also play just over or under. You could go with the total of total goals under 34.5 total goals for the series. It's minus 105, decent price over BetMGM. What about the other series, though? How do you see that playing out? More high scoring? The total for game one for Dallas and Vegas is 5.5. It's minus 115 to the under. What do you think the totals will look like in that series? 
It's so tough to tell. Um, Dallas just went over in every single game besides Game Seven against yeah. uh, Seattle. So, um, you know, they're they're a tough team to read. I, I think Dallas is really strong offensively, and they're they're a solid defensive team as well. But they haven't been as consistent throughout the playoffs. Whereas you look at the Vegas Golden Knights, they've gotten better and better. I think defensively as the playoffs have gone on. I would think this is going to be more high scoring though, just because of the goaltending situation in Vegas. Aiden Hill's. You know, he's been great. Don't get me wrong. He deserves all the credit he's gotten, but he's really a third, fourth-string goalie when it comes down to it. So I don't know if he can really sustain this. Jay Gottinger, has, he's been really strong throughout the playoffs, but he's had some iffy games. So, you know, I, I would lean over, over, under. Oh, my God, that's a mouthful. I would lean the over <laughs> instead of the under. Sorry if that was confusing. Uh, in this series, I would expect the Carolina-Florida series to be more low-scoring. Um, and I would expect this series to be more high scoring just because of the style of play. Like I said, Carolina and Florida are more of a chip and chase, uh, not really puck possession teams, whereas Dallas and Vegas um, have a little bit more skill, I would say, up front in their forward groups. So, yeah, I, w- I would think the uh, the Western Conference would be a little bit more high scoring than the Eastern Conference. Talking to Johnny Lazarus, BetMGM tonight. I'm looking at some of the series lengths here. Uh, it's kind of interesting how it's priced. So both to go six games have the shortest odds of plus 190, both east and west. But Carolina, to win the series 4-3 is plus 400. That's the shortest. And then Vegas, to win their series 4-2, is plus 400. So you got one series, technically looks like maybe go more. Where, where do you see these two series going? Are we going to have a game seven in either one? Is it going to be both stretched out? Uh, oh, sorry. I think Florida and Carolina are going the distance. I actually do love that Carolina in seven. Um, yeah. that, that's actually my prediction for that for that series. And then I have the flip in the Western Conference. I have Dallas in six uh, over Vegas, just because Hater. I think Dallas will. Uh, yeah, Dallas will <laughs> I, listen, I, is hey. in, uh, plus 425. I'm going to be at the Stanley Cup final. So I, I think Dallas is going to win, but I'm rooting for Vegas. I've never been to Vegas <laughs> in my life, and this would be quite the first trip to get to go to Vegas for the Stanley Cup final. So. I'm pulling for the Golden Knights to get there. I think that'd be an awesome time. Um, but, you know, it's it's kind of bending with your mind over your heart, and my, my mind is telling me Dallas. Uh, my heart is telling me Vegas. But, um, you know, I think back to the original question, I think there's a lot of value on Carolina and seven. They haven't had to play in a game seven yet in the playoffs. They're probably due for one. They've been in a ton of game sevens in the past couple years. Like I said, they're so strong on home ice, but Florida is a really good road team. They've been road warriors all playoffs long. So I do think Florida can come in and steal one at PNC Arena, even though it's a really difficult task. And as far as Dallas and Vegas go, Vegas hasn't been as consistent on home ice. Dallas has been really strong uh, both on home ice and away throughout the playoffs. So I think Dallas can easily steal one on the road in Vegas in the first two games and uh, you know come home and maybe take those two and, and finish this thing off in six. Uh, Johnny, personal question. So as a Blackhawks fan, I've been boycotting the NHL pretty much the last five years, but now I'm all back in, (laughs) number one overall pick. So how long is this going to take, this rebuild? Do you think that they could be a postseason team next year? Because I also see a report that they're the favorite now to land uh, Austin Matthews if he's done with the Maple Leafs as well. Oh, my God, that would be insane. Um, We need it. So I think they're a postseason team next year. We need it. See, I, I was happy that uh, Bedard did go there, and I won't get into it too deeply, but you know, yeah. I'm happy that the Blackhawks can somewhat, um, you know, not necessarily turn the page, but just have a fresh start with this, you know, new number one overall pick. Um, you know, I think it's great for the league that he's an, at an original six team. Um, I don't think they're a postseason team next year. I, I think Connor Bedard obviously has a ton of hype around him, and deservingly so. He's been incredible in his junior hockey career, but you know, he's a smaller guy, and I still think he has to grow into his body and. You know, we saw Jack Hughes get drafted number one overall by the Devils, and he struggled in his rookie year. 
know, I could see Bedard having somewhat of a similar season. I do think Bedard will find a way to score 20 goals, but there are people saying he's going to have like 100 points, and I don't think that's happening. Um, you know, and I don't want to doubt the kid. Like, he's incredible. Like, I, I have nothing bad to say about his game, but I've seen so many kids come in with way too much hype around them, and it can get to them mentally and a little bit physically. He's never really had to play an NHL schedule, so, um, you know, I wouldn't expect I wouldn't expect a uh, an inhuman rookie season from Connor Bedard. Johnny Lazarus, appreciate it, man. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.